By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there would be no apologies given for the abstract and asinine comments made here by the host and their guests. With that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy your experience. We are in Fido, Japan. We are Flying Lotus. Are you ready? For episode 61 of the most ridiculously random pop culture podcast in the 719. Yo, where the catch is at? Yo, yo. Where are the catches at? Yo. Where are the captions at? Konnichiwa. Bitches. <laughs> yes, guys, we're back again. And you know what we came here to do. And that's par for y'all. And as always, I'm the host of this podcast. Yours truly, Kills for Show, a.k.a. Samurai L. Jackson. Join with me always is my bro host. Roscoe Tinkoya. Yes, sir. And with us always is the man, the myth, the legend, Daniel, with a D, D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-
the entrance, you know, Ooh. explosions, came back, still won the match. Oh, so he took Lashley out of the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it was him then and Braun for the most. Took Claymore, then he took Braun out, and then Lashley came yeah. out. Well, he didn't take him out in the beginning, it was just the ass in. Oh, it's the ass in? Okay. Yeah. Oh, then they let. Then Rome, then uh, after the Claymore, he got tossed out. Uh, Lashley with the spear in the one, two, three. Spear on Braun because he's the destroyer yeah, of the world. Yeah. All right, shit. I surprised they killed, they still kept the belt on Lashley, but that's what's up though. They're giving him a legitimate. Well, the thing is, they're not gonna. They want to give it to Drew, but they want to give it when they go back into traveling era. So word that makes sense. Huh. Word, and um, yeah. So there's a couple of trailers that came out. Um, one for a new TV series coming on Stars this summer. It's called Blind Spotting. I didn't know what the fuck it was, but it's one, it was one of those unskippable ads. So I'm like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is this? Then he started going. I'm like, oh, this is my shit right here. Um, long story short, it's about a single mother whose boyfriend went to jail, and now she's staying with his mom, but his mom runs like a low-key brothel, I think. And then it's just the misadventures of that and also her raising her son in this house and people around her. And they definitely have like a P-Valley type vibe to it if you watch Claws. So I'm just like, all right. So it's going to be a little ratchet, but a little funny and a little whimsical because they have random break um, dancing sequences. There's music involved. So it definitely looked like a show I'm going to enjoy. So. And for those that are wondering why is it called Blind Spotting and why does it sound like the movie Blind Spotting from Raphael and his friend, it's because it is actually based in the same universe. It's the white friend's girlfriend's story. From the movie. Yes, and I have to watch that movie. Not because I feel like I have to, but like, I won't like to. Just so I'm like, all right. And just to see the connection between all these characters. And just also to see if there any other characters also pop up in the film and the TV series as well. And then, surprisingly, they dropped the Snake Eyes teaser trailer for Snake Eyes mm-hmm. G.I. Joe Origins. And I totally keep forgetting this movie is coming out, but it looks fantastic. It looks like the real Mortal Kombat movie of this year. The action is unique. It looks dope. And growing up in the 80s, Snake Eyes was always my favorite character because who's not going to love a black ninja even though he's not black? But neither here nor there, he's still a ninja. And he had a a pet husky named Timber, which is legit. So it takes place all before uh, he loses his voice, which he's famously known for not speaking. So it's going to be definitely uh, a fun time. I look forward to that. And hopefully this can steer the G.I. Joe movies and a better direction because at the same time a lot of shit about Chad Joe is ridiculous so much. but you can make a serious ridiculous movie if you respect the source material a la like shit we just talking about this shit the other day oh damn I'm doing I'm drawing blank right now but. wait well we talking about changing the source material for information no it's like taking right. like you could do like something that's silly but still respect it so it doesn't come off like Campy, mm-hmm. and it was. Um, I know we talked about Mortal Kombat and how they did it. Uh, what else did we talk about? Fudge. I know a while back we were talking about if they remade Beastmaster and Xena. Yeah, like for example, they could do it, but they had that level of that shit the campiness and the mm-hmm. seriousness. But you could do a serious Xena, but still be ridiculous in it. You just gotta just know what you're doing, but um, yeah. And um, speaking of movies. Regina King is going to direct the Bitterroot adaptation movie. 
And I so cannot wait for this because if you're out there and you was a fan of Lovecraft Country on uh, HBO, <laughs> you're going to love Bitterroot. It's a story about a black family of monster hunters set in the 60s, 70s, around the Harlem Renaissance age. And it has all, like, all this theme puck technology, the sorcery. Like the reason why these monsters exist because they're hate because they uh, feed on hate, and who better to combat hateful monsters than a family of black people? So it's very meta, but it also drives in the point that racism to a degree can be infectious. It can be passed on to other people, and I bought the first and second volumes. Already, I only got through the volume one. Got to read volume two, and I've been picking up the comments since then. But I'm definitely looking forward to see where the story goes. It's unique, and even within. Just that, you always will have people having different views of how the family legacies should go. Some people think they should be more traditional. Some people think they should move forward and progress with the times. The other person, like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. I'm just here for the science. I'm here for the mystery, the knowledge. And, yeah, but that goes to say about any family. You have different personalities and different ways of thinking. So, when that comes on the screen, it's going to be... I can see it being a definite, a definite game changer. Cause also, Regina King is... Um, producing and creating an original black supernatural series for the CW as well. So, and to continue on talking about movies, as well as for us people in our age demographic, those that know how old we are, uh, Adult Swim has announced. Well, HBO has announced that they will be dropping five Adult Swim movies: Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Venture Bros, C Lab Twenty Twenty, Metalopolis, and oh snap, what was the other early Adult Swim show? Hmm. Oh my god! Because I didn't know that Metalopolis. I seen that announcement. I didn't know that was. I'm sorry. Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. Metal I didn't know that was part of the whole. Yeah. The five movie pack. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Was no. it Harvey Birdman? No, it Not wasn't her. Harvey Birdman. I, wish, I, wish I forgot what the other movie was. But yes, they're all getting movies and Squidbillies. It might be Squidbillies. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm down for a Squidbilly movie. That's just like... But, yeah, they're all getting a movie, but the thing is they're not going to be on HBO Max straight when they're released. They will be on a 90-day video-on-demand Blu-ray release clause before they will go to streaming. Well, before they go to HBO Max, but they have been announced. So those that's been wondering and waiting for these movies, <laughs> here you go. And if I recall right, the Venture Bros announcement is actually technically going to be like what people asked for this last for a new season. It's just going to be in a movie format. But yes, that is another movie news that was announced over the past week. Yes, I did. Um, Kevin Smith's long anticipated He Man Revolutions um, animated movie on. On Netflix, uh, actually released um, photos and uh, introduced the toy line. Um, the anim the animation looks great. I think it's done by Pow or I forget the animation studio name, but anyway, it looks dope visually. But then there's already some controversy brewing in the internet streets because prior to the show being like after, soon after the show was announced, rumors started being leaked about the show actually being not focused on Prince Adam and He-Man. It's actually going to be focused on Tila and her journey. And Dower had fans upset because, like, yo, bro, it's He-Man. If Tila want a story, cool. But it's 
He-Man. Don't Godzilla this. It's like, it's Godzilla, but then you take He-Man out in the first two episodes, then <laughs> the other eight, nine episodes is Tila being the, whatever she doing. I'm not saying she can't have a good story, but just for them to pop back at the end, like, oh, I'm alive, because people are thinking, because Tila's got redesigned, so she... She got the butch look. She got the side fade. She has a girlfriend who they race swapped to be black. I don't give a fuck about that shit. But it's like, hmm, so you're going to take the property from the 80s that was all about this dude. Make it about a woman. For whatever reasons, because it's the day and time we live in, instead of having him still be the star and him also being a part of the story and addressing whatever social issues you want to um, address in this series. So it's like... Yeah, bro, it's gonna be interesting because Kevin because Kevin Smith got online early as soon as all this came out. It's like, no, 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 it's not like this, it's not like that. But then the premise of the show comes out and it's like, it sounds like it is. And people fear like it's even gonna be one of them scenarios where Tila gets the so now she's the new he person. It's like, they ain't gonna like that. Or it's gonna be one of them things when everybody gets the power because we're all equal and we're all like, no, please don't do that because. It's He-Man. That's what makes him He-Man. They all could be heroes in their own right. That's like making Sokka the Avatar too. Like, no, he was unique in himself because he had his own abilities and showed that what makes us us also can make us strong in our own ways. But a lot of this is speculation, but warranted. So hopefully it's still good, even with these changes. You know, I'm not hating on Anthony. Give me a good program, but hey. It is what it is, y'all. <laughs> Why well, can't Oh, man, that means, like, Thundercats, they might pull some shit and make, like... That's like them making Chitara the leader, the Lord of the Thundercats. Or some shit wild, like... No, bro, like... I have no comments on this. No, it's fine, you can comment. <laughs> I was like, it's weird, it's like... You can do that without, you know what I'm saying, feel like it's pandering, I guess you could say. Like, because, like I said, bro, it's called E-Man, man. It's E-Man, let him be a man. He, but you can make him an ally. Like they already have bad guys. If you were going, <laughs> if you were going to make it more about Tila, you could have just called it He Man and Friends, and boom. Or not even call it He Man. Like yo, we about to do a Tila. Are the uni- <laughs> are the masters of the universe? There you go. Just call it the master of the universe. Like yo, we gonna tell a lot of stories, focus on different characters in the He Man universe. That's and like giving us a Ninja Turtle series. They take out the turtles and it's all it's April and April April April. trying to find the turtles. And Casey Jones, he talks as fuck, bro. It's, like, girl, it's the turtles me. disappearing. <laughs> April O'Neil trying to find the turtles, and Casey Jones rep- doing everything the turtles used to do. Yeah, I like and it, Casey. Megan, and it's Megan Fox and Stephen Amell. I'm not gonna lie, I would kind of watch that. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> cartoon was I would. But Bob Action, if it's them two, oh, I'm on it. But yeah, yo, I'm gonna watch that shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to judge it and then just be like... Well, I watched she and she It was okay. I seen what they were trying to do. But if I wanted to watch the good version of she You tell me not to need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't need like, to. Because if you right. want to see the better version of she it's called Steven Universe on every level. It had better music, better designs. The characters were actually unique and who they were. And they didn't talk down to the audience. And we, I remember a callback. It was Voltron that we talked about. Voltron too, yeah. Voltron is definitely up there because it's silly as fuck, but you can treat it. But with you, some they treated, well, they respected the uh, the eighties version, but just exactly. modernized it and campied it up a little bit, exactly. but still. 
And like I always say, that Voltron Netflix. Is, and the one good thing I will give props about that Voltron is they tighten up a whole bunch of oh, like, yeah. crazy little shit from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Like and like I said, it's arguably the best rebooted cartoon franchise, hands down, because you can't name more than maybe three. This is absolutely the best. It's like the benchmark. If you want to take a series from the 80s, reboot it, and respect the original, and give it its own flavor, Netflix Voltron. And with that being said, we're going to talk about YWDCA17. It's our play month, uh, playlist for this month. Um, there was a lot of music that came out over this week. Um, I was listening to two albums in particular, and that's going to be... Um, shit. Oh, yeah. Beam Me Up, Scotty, Nicki Minaj from Nicki Minaj. I didn't realize that shit was an old mixtape with three new songs. Uh-huh. But um, the lead single is uh, Seeing Green featuring Her, Wayne, and Drake, and... I love it. I, it made me realize I, how much I miss hearing them all on the track because all of them brought their bars. Because it's funny, God was talking to one of the younger kids at work, like, yeah, Wayne on there sounding like old Wayne. This and the third day I found out it was an old mixtape. I was like, oh, because it was old Wayne. Like, <laughs> if you haven't listened to that shit, listen to that shit. And once again, Nick, when Nikki says she birthed a lot of these females, you can't argue with that shit. Because Nikki was out here for a long time doing it, so a lot of these girls grew up. Listen to that shit, and you just ha- you can't help but mirror your um, people who are inspiring you sometimes. Um, then the spiral, then spiral from the Book of Saw soundtrack came out. You know, lead single from Twenty One Savage. It's only like three, four songs. It goes Twenty One. Like I said before, is one of my favorite newer rappers. Almost anything he do, I like. He hasn't came whack on any shit. I swear to God. And lyrically, he's just improving too, cause. He used to get wrapped in with those mumble rappers and shit, but nah, when you hear what that boy be saying, that boy be going. Then, of course, we got to talk about the off-season. <sighs> Jermaine. Cole. J. Cole. What, what do I need to say about this fucking album? If you're listening to this and you haven't heard the album, you're the only person that hasn't heard this album. I put an M on your head, now you're Luigi, brother. Start the whole album off with Killer. Killer. Cam, little John on the track, boy. And it's once again, there's some things too when people want to talk about rap and this, this and that. Nobody got bars. Boom, you let that lets me. There's no substance. It's exactly. Down the and just like, all right, cool, cool, cool. That let me know you ain't really trying to listen to shit. You just listen to commercial rap. You listen to the radio, bro. Nah. It's not accessible as it used to be. It's funny. Well, times change. Nigga, change with the time. you can actually find it everywhere still. You just choose to only listen to what's on the radio. Hell yeah. So yeah. Step a game up. Listen to that cold. Then another um, album I listened to over, this, um, um, over the weekend was Parallel Universe Part 1 by Alina Castillo. That was cool. <laughs> it's poppy and shit like that. You know, I fuck with that shit. Same with um, Millie Turner's album, Eye of the Storm. And then a couple of singles that came out that I've been riding with is the new Migos track, um, new Migos track, Straightening. And when them boys draw Culture Three, watch out because they going take off. <laughs> I meant to say Offset, but fuck it, <laughs> it's the same shit, you know. Um, His and Hers by the Internet, uh, by Internet Money featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Um, and Gunna. And Gunna. Damn. So he yeah he was on that and he was on the track with um. 21 Savage. 21, yeah. 21 Savage. Um, it's him, 21, and... Uh, young Thug. Mm. Emergency. That's yeah, the track it's I'm Young Thug. I was thinking of the OT Greasy joint. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one go too. Then Leon Bridges dropped a new song called Motorbike. 
Nine Bridge by Rowdy Rebel and A Boogie is about. I like that featuring T Pain and Kalani. T Pain always has a hit in them. That boy, the boy always got one in the chamber. And Frankenstein by Rosencrantz. And that shit, bro. Yeah, that's good. Bitch gotta build a, a perfect boyfriend, just like this idea movie. <laughs> or how to build a better boy. Yeah. How to build a better boy. Yes. That was luck, because people have been falling, sleeping on these Disney movies, but that was the one Ross told me I need to watch, and he wasn't wrong. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was sleeping on that shit, and then there was one scene, and I was like, oh, shit. Kelsey need to watch it just for this scene. That and Zap. Oh, Zap. Zap was Zap, Zap took me. I was I was ready to laugh the fuck out of Zap. Then I watched it. I was like, damn, this shit funny, but yeah, Kelsey got to watch this shit. This shit go too hard. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we ain't got no expectations. When you realize that best expectations. That was the first time I realized that Disney Channel was doing something. Realized that it was changing with the ages. And a TV show about a dude that controlling people off of Apple. Already just. Hell yeah, that was a Disney Channel Black Mirror episode. <laughs> well, the people were slaves to their phones. Word. And then she was a fucking genius too. So they, they actually Zapta was the first stem cell joint come joint before How to Build a Better Boy because they both were black geniuses. Oh, I'm done. You're right. You're right. We're, we'll get back with this with Leslie. Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have to talk about that. How to Build a Better Boy because they there's many Disney out here snapping. And both me. of and technically both of them was when they did their Glee covers. Yep. And we didn't talk about Descendants, the instant classic. I'm not classic. About to talk about the greatest trilogy movie on Disney Channel. Instant classic Disney Channel trilogy. Fuck with that Descendants, y'all. I'm telling you. If you like that shit, you don't like that shit. And also, um, Zombies. I can't even lie, man. Zombies 2 was lie. Zombies 2 was way better than I expected. I they had the nights out there pop-locking and shit. I was really <laughs> expecting Zombies 2 to be trash. No, my fault. That was Descendants 3 that had the nights pop-locking the armor. But yeah, I thought Zombie 2 was going to be wild until they bring the wolves out. Mm. <laughs> Werewolves in the cafeteria, dancing and singing about shit. And they shit. actually kept it nice lore too. Oh uh, Yeah, that's always like world building as well. Even if it's a Disney Channel musical aimed at 12-year-olds. Somebody took some time and, and some dedication and put that shit into that franchise. I don't and the fact that it's always started off with a comic book panel. You're right. <laughs> it's like bringing on um, these Twilight. Oh, and it actually, it actually was. Sprinkle some high school music on it. Damn, zombies, yo. Actually, it kind of was because literally all he wanted to do was play basketball and be a real. What's Carl Cabal? Human. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. All right. With that being said, guys, we're gonna head over to and start. Well, we geeking about. We're going to be geeking out about Netflix's latest animated series. One of their few actual original series. And that's Yasuke. And the Black Saburai. Sad but crazy fun fact is this wasn't actually supposed to happen the way it is. Truthfully, Yasuke was supposed to be a live action because Chadwick Boatman was supposed to play him. But due to sad situations, Netflix has turned had turned it into an anime. And yo, like for real, R.I.P. to Chad. But damn, they really had that nigga playing all the blacks. He was supposed to play the gray. <laughs> he was supposed to literally be 
the great African history of literally a lot of people that don't know Yasuke is actually a real historic lore in Japan history. Unlike but, Robin Hood, Yasuke um, actually existed. And <laughs> one of the great things is Yasuke is also connected to black history. So a lot of people that like black and a lot of blacks that like anime kind of was happy to hear about, yes, a ja- something about a culture we like that the culture actually has something that represents us was coming out. True. And yes, it was sad that Chadwick had to pass away before we got the live action, but we did get this anime. I will say, after hearing a lot of other black anime nerds that are fans, yes, the trailer was kind of deceiving because I was expecting more true to historical historical lore, but they took the whole anime route, skipped all that, Sprinkled. They still gave us historical lore, or more of historical facts, but it's just, you know, yeah. for those that are not true anime fans and hear about this and see about it, they would just think it's about, it would be, it's a nonfiction, which is sad, but not too sad because a lot of people don't know about Japanese culture nor lore. Yeah, and the crazy shit too is like, if you would have told me which one is real, Robin Hood or Black Samurai, I'm like, nigga, Robin Hood. He got like 80 movies. He was a fox in one of these holes. Nah, bro. He fictitious as hell. British but- folklore <laughs> that we grew up on that taught us about being nice, helping the, helping the lowering doubt. You come to find out was all just a fake lore. But shit, if somebody was like, yo, before slaves came to America, they went to Japan first, and one of them got picked up by an actual lord, and that lord respected him enough to train him as a samurai, and he was respected enough to be in Japanese history. People be like, that sounds cool, but I don't believe it. For real, on my tombstone, I wanted to say, you know Robin Hood wasn't real, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's more sad at the fact that I believe... Oh, more, I can't believe that. <laughs> I believe more in Robin Hood than King Arthur. Right. Just because that's how much the lore we were given to us about Robin Hood. They feed us, man. <laughs> now they about to tell kids, nah, slavery, that was summer vacation for the Negroes. They took that Disney cruise over here, baby. Re-education. But one, thing I, right. but one thing I would kind of... I do kind of respect is... We do know that Yasuke was technically a bodyguard for one of the slave owners and then became a bodyguard for the Japanese for this Japanese lord as well. Yo, I just know <laughs> if Chad was alive long enough, he would have been Michael Jackson in the movie too, nigga. He would just play oh. all of them. <laughs> and, we, and what's even more crazy, which is one of the things that a lot of people would Gave Chad with Flack, but yet also honored him in Flack was when he played actual real-life characters, he would deep dive into them and you would feel like he blended into that character. Like a lot of people say his Jackie Robertson uh, movie literally is one of the great things about him playing Jackie. So just imagine if he was just to play an actual Jap- black Japanese samurai. He would have probably made oh, Yasuke. He did the work. So great. Yeah, yeah. 
And speaking of the anime, like, first and foremost, see, that's that thunder. <laughs> we didn't see the lightning, but we saw that, we heard that thunder, though. But, um, yeah, it's better, just talking about the anime, first and foremost, the intro. And the outro is legit, but the intro. That's one thing about anime. They never start the first episode out with it. So while I'm watching the first episode, like, all right, so what's the, what's the intro going to sound like? They start playing at the end. Like, okay. Then it starts the next episode. Like, yo, this shit slaps. Who the fuck? Who is doing it? And, and then it's none the other than Flying Lotus. Hell yeah. Producer extraordinaire and vocals by none other. Anime lover and a crooner. Thundercat. I was like, of course it's fucking Thundercat. And for those that are wondering, yes, Flying Lotus dropped the whole album for and produced the whole soundtrack for this move for this anime. So for those that are fans of Samurai Shampoo that like the hip hop beats and all that, God damn Lotus it, does that does it just for you? To be truly honest, it's the music itself is part of the reason why you keep on the, watching the anime because one of its biggest flaws is. Yes, it's supposed to be a story about a real person, but the anime is not because in this fictional Japan, we have robots. We have Russian females turning into werebears. We have... She did that shit. We have... Uh, a Jamaican mage? Yes. A West Indian we mage? Have, uh, Jamaican that's also in, time, in tune with his spirit which allows him to summon spirit creatures to control. We have the Japanese men and kids learning, knowing how to control their chi and our magic for most people to do the same thing. Hell yeah. We have a demon lord. And as usual, we have random speed fights out of nowhere and half bodies being cut down with one blade slice that you know could never happen in physical real life. Or because that's one thing too, like you said, like the trailer thought is gonna be like historically accurate to a degree. So I win anything is gonna be like more samurai, like a real serious samurai version of samurai shampoo. But then as soon as it starts, like, oh no, this is an anime anime. All it right, let's go. <laughs> it literally did. You watch the trailer, I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. First up, night first. Right after the Netflix symbol, Mechazord and him standing in front of said Mechazord, magic battle. And he's like, oh, this is the anime now. Oh, yeah. And the thing, too, about it is, like, it's only one of the things I do like about it. It's only six episodes. So it's like, wham, bam, thank you, man. We get in, we get out, enjoy the ride. And it is definitely filled with a lot of anime tropes. So it's like, all right, you got the main protagonist. He used to do this. He used to do that. Flashback. That's his master. He wanted to fight his master game. Oh, he had to protect the little girl. Why? Because that little girl has all the power. And guess who wants the power? The evil demon. Why? So she could live forever. So now he got to get back into a life that he tried to live while oh. you know, living up to his righteousness. But hold up. Before we even get to the finding out that it's a demon, we find out that this little girl's mom and daughter has a bounty on them. Don't know why. Just randomly start happening. At the same time, this little girl's power start to manifest even better. We know it's called Yasuke, but yet we're all taken off guard because the black boatsman who's teaching the little boys how to fight like a samurai, name is Yasin. So, 
Yeah. You sitting here like, why the fuck is Yasuke going by Yasin? Come to realize, name change. But we don't know that he did a name change until like episode five. And the thing too about it is like, nigga, why change your name? You're the only black person in Japan. Like, and you know who you is. And it's, and it's <laughs> you so, black giant. And I, know the, I know how that sounded, but they, they that's call him literally, black giant. They call him black giant. <laughs> he actually has an Italian-esque name because he was given, he was basically named from Italians as a slave. So when he introduces himself to the demon lord, I mean to his his lord, his lord doesn't he couldn't even pronounce the name, so he only really got the ya out of it. So he dubs him Yasuke. So that's how it gets his name. But yet, after he loses in this battle in the past, and he becomes a ratchet because we one thing that is historically found, and one thing that I do like. That they don't beat into this anime, but they do kind of beat into most black-centric TV shows that are meant to be given, shown to other people about the black plight. Is they do say, yes, you could train to be as great as you want to be, as honorable as you want to be, but you're never going to be respected only because of the color of your skin. Oh yeah, they do hit them with like... I don't care how look, how high you get up the ranks. You can be a samurai, you can be a ninja, you can be Hokage. You're always gonna be a servant. And of course, that motherfucker say that right after he, right before he get decapitated. But it's like it's to the point that literally, like his his lord has a black man in his samurai ranks, but not just only a black man. He also has a female in his ranks, and his son, who he's training to take over after him. Literally, it's like, that. I understand what you're doing, this, that, and third, but the people aren't, and they're never going to. But yet, he also has jealousy because he knows that Yasuke is being more appreciated as a son compared to him being his actual blood. So, like, he gets it from one side as well as the opposite side. Like, the first time we actually see Yasuke being an honorable samurai... They're going to take over a village. They ask the village, yo, surrender. We brought the, our best six samurais. That's how much we want to tell you, like, we ain't trying to kill y'all, but if y'all just surrender this, that, and third. And samurai code, like, no, I'm. we not just surrendering. You got a black and you got a female. All they need is a dog. Disregard the, fe- disregard the female. You got a black. He ain't never going to be a samurai, even if he's currently wearing that samurai clothes even if your your lord becomes great, ain't no people gonna respect him. So, bring us this black dude. Let me kill him. Then y'all can do whatever fuck y'all want to. But I just want to prove that this nigga is never gonna be honorable. Yasuke proves that he's honorable. Not only just to killing one man, not just to killing the main dude. Because he saves him for last. But he kills all of his henchmen, which is like eight other niggas before him beforehand and it's literally still after doing all that the, the his lord's son is just like you know people still ain't gonna respect you right life gotta go on and the thing too about there's a certain beats in this shit like there's a whole evil robot or a, a robot that's on like part of his bounty hunter squad or mercenary squad trying to get Yasuke and he's like you speak Japanese you're black <laughs> like, mm, like that's puzzling <laughs> 
And then there's another, like we said, there's like a West Indian um, bounty hunter, mercenary on the oh, squad. and it's not just that bad. That That's speaking in Japanese is just a little part of it. He lands in and says, oh, another black. Only to see the West African dude come in the scene. And then he's like, are you are y'all brothers? For both of them to say no. And then he's like, but there's but y'all both are black though. So disregard. And then like Yasuke speaks Japanese. Old dude's like, yo. Robot's like, yo, you speak Japanese? Can you speak it? You know what? Fuck it. He's black. Blah blah blah. And it's sad, but yet kind of hilarious because we know that this robot has no real sensor button, but it, yet all his bounty hunters and all his people with him is annoyed at it, but yet they're just like, he's a robot. We just need to reprogram him, but we're not smart enough to reprogram him. So and it's really a metaphor for like human ignorance and just being blind to the fact like you don't understand what you're saying because you're new to this. And he's just a robot. He never seen a black person other than this black. So I'm like, well, if you're this, you're that. Like, no, that's not how that works, bro. No, we're not related. No, we don't speak the same shit. Word, whatever, move on. But then for them to have like <laughs> this ignorant, I can't really tell him racist robot. He's not trying to be racist. He's just pointing out the observation that he's had. He just observed it. Just for the flash to the end of the episode, where now like. No, I'm feeling bad for the robot because one of his homies got shot in the head with an arrow. She did after he she said, Yo, you're like my friend. I'm like, my friend means you like being around me. After giving him shit the whole episode, she died. He's like, she, Man, fuck this shit. He goes in the middle of this big ass army, self-destructs. I'm like, damn, robot. And the thing is, shit. she's the first person to be like, fuck this robot when he's when we're first introduced to him, like to the fact like she she's made at least three references of this robot needs to be reprogrammed. Only for him, like, yeah, I've gotten used to you. You're my friend. He's being accepted, sees her dead, and just doesn't lose it. But yet you can tell, like, in a robot format, he kind of loses it. No, you do. He loses well, his whole I'm body. I'm talking about, but the fact <laughs> is, when she gets shot, it's like, if you're not watching the scene, and then you come back and look, you're like, oh, she got an arrow in his head. But the robots can't compute that. All he knows is she's not responding. And all he, his response is, she's not responding. Is she malfunction? Then he scans her like, oh, she did. Uh, then, he, then he like, then he just, he's like covering her up even when the whole hailstorm and arrows come down. It's like, yo. So internally in his robot brain, I'm like, man, I killed my friend. Fuck all this noise. I'm blowing everybody up. I'm out. Then it's just like, oh, shit. And then the Russian chick that could turn into bear, because all she about is throwing hands and eating motherfuckers, she do the classic, hey guys, you go in there, I'm going to stand here and fight. Let me see how many people I can kill. So she already like, I'm going to die. But how she died, though? Twisted. Pun intended if you've seen this anime. This bitch get turned the fuck out, literally. I'm sitting there like, god damn, is this mm. invisible? <laughs> and one of the things that I kind of am kind of disappointed is, is I'm like, I know they made vodka in feudal Japan, but when she's introduced, she goes into the bar, asks for vodka, the bartender just looks at her lost, and she's like, vodka, and she's like, vodka. Next thing you know, we see two dudes, drunk as shit, the bartender's like, 
they're always drunk. They get pissy drunk, and this is how they act. She walks up to one of the dudes, grab him, and is like, oh, I'm taking you. And then she leaves the bar, and the dudes, the bartender's like, I guess that's what she meant by vodka. I'm just like, I know it's cheesy, but I'm just like, Fever Japan got vodka, but I have to disregard it. But the even more crazy part is, we've been introduced to her. She doesn't turn into a werebear. See her a second time. No werebear. Third fight, random werebear. No explanation why she becomes a werebear. And first thing I have to be like is, she becomes a bear because she's Russian. You know what? Cool. Yeah, they really don't explain shit. They'd be like, it's an anime. Here you go. I'm like, all right. You ain't playing nothing. I'm just gonna watch. Anime, mild, mild historical facts. You have fun. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We're pleasing the black community with mild knowledge, but yet not mild knowledge. Go have fun, guys. Because it'd be interesting. Because, like, we have every time it's a black anime, we have elements of hip hop in it because it's our culture. We like birth that. But it would be interesting to see a black-centric anime without any hip-hop elements, because that's not necessarily what we all are about. Not only are we about that as part of us, but I would like to see that. Like, can you tell the black story, or not even just a black story, or a story centering like black characters without focusing so much on that particular element? Because oh. like with other animes that focus on different things we don't necessarily get that all put into it but then again Japanese anime always reflects Japanese culture that's why the music sound always sounds so and it also depends on how deep of your anime culture exactly, that you're like, gonna go because I can tell you honestly the religion anime culture regardless of what religion it is they go deep into them like like for example, if they did just like a straight slice of life, slice of life anime, will it still be like the high chance? Just because <laughs> the a high chance, just because I just because of how much the Asian culture respects the black culture. Yes, because they do know that hip hop is relevant to our culture. Oh yeah, but I wasn't referring for the Japanese making it like this one was created by. Um, Black people, I'm like, can you a black produce? Can a black producer produce do it an without anime over, not respect, not 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 respect, not focusing so much um, on the hip hop aspect? Yeah, I would say yes, but I would say no because most of us black yeah. anime yeah, fans come from the hip hop era. Yeah. And then it would just it. be interesting. It'd be see, hard. To, yeah, it'd be hard to just see in the dynamic because. That's kind of one of the things is hip hop music is technically majority of. Oh yeah, for sure. So I hate to say it, but ninety five percent of blacks has some tie to hip hop music. Yeah, because this is number one music in the world, and well, I'm just talking about just black people in general. Oh yeah, because ninety five percent of blacks fuck with hip hop. I was about to say like seventy percent of the world fucks with hip hop. Like, like I always say this comparison, like you, you're, it's easier to find. A white person that has a favorite rapper in our age bracket that has a favorite country artist in the range of 25 to 40. If you ask most white people, they could name you their favorite rapper. They're not going to name you their favorite country artist. 
Because the way we were brought and up. And they ain't going to say Neil Brooks. Yep. I know. I think I can you find gonna talk to that nigga? I think I can find a few that say Neil Brooks. Yeah, you can find a few, but like, everybody, that's the thing too. Garth Every, Brooks is better. I know Garth is better. Know, <laughs> like, most people know who Snoop Dogg is. They're like, oh yeah, everybody I know Snoop. Snoop. Yeah. Everybody, but like, Yo, Snoop is this generation is Michael Jackson. Exactly, and but, it's still even kind of crazy because my youngest cousin, who is only probably about twelve, but at the time of Michael Jackson's death was like good seven or so, and now he was out here bawling his eyes out. Oh yeah, because more people gonna know who Snoop Dogg is than they would Garth Brooks. That's all I'm saying. That is true. Yeah, the average, yeah. The average, the average person in the world, worldwide, Snoop Dogg is way more known than Garth. I can argue that. Yeah, I'm telling you, we can put it to a vote. Ask your TikTokers. 90% of TikTokers don't know who Garth Brook is. Mm. And you know it's true. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, because the culture is the culture, and we bring an energy and a flavor and a love into the world that's more accepted and it goes on, and it's cool. So the more hip hop evolves, the more popular it will become. And that's how more of our celebrities and these artists get more notoriety. And then we go from being urban culture to pop culture. And like I always say, you go, what's the cliche in any movie or TV show? When the parents want to be cool with the kids, they want to yo, yo, yo. And they do whatever the hot dance is. God broke never had no dance. <laughs> he never had no slang. It, Brooks, it is what it is. Garth Brooks ain't sheeshing on the on the in, on the TikTok. Wu Tang is for the kids. Yes, Neil. Um, everyone knows about friends in both places. Thank you for the kids. Just because you're from San Antonio, California, Cation, <laughs> Colorado Avenue. If you would have stayed as a youth pastor, you would have talked to the kids. They would say, "Fuck Garth Brooks." No, they was in Texas. They wouldn't have said, Garth. They would have said, "Give me that dog style." It would say Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Nope. I do, nope. Yep. Nope. Yeah, I got the analytics. <laughs> See the algorithm, al- al- algorithms, those things the, with the squeaky lines that go up and down. <laughs> no, I don't. There's a lot of shit I can't say I can do it. Fornication. <laughs> hey, but you could say that, so I guess you don't do it. Hey, baby. <laughs> Celibacy. <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> but yes, alright, so now we're going to hit you with Yo, check it out We're going to give you some recommendations real quick For me, um, I'm just going to say Yo, I'm pretty damn sure If you watch Yasuke, you've seen Afro Samurai If you have not, watch it Samuel, Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson Voices him and Ninja Ninja yes, Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Ninja And it's a dope series <clears throat> You can watch it in a movie format Some place you can find it broken up Sometimes it's just I know, it should be no, Afro wasn't an adult one. You used to be able to find it on adult swim, but yeah, sometimes it's broken up into episodes or there's just two full-length, quote-unquote, full-length movie versions of the entire series. There's a one movie ver- Wait, is it two? I thought it was just only one no, movie. No, there's one and two. It's like the first one and then the second part. Or it could be like the second part of the first season when he actually fights the number two and then the old chick he fucked with becomes the robot. And all that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's two mo- It's two movies. Bro- it's two seasons broken into two full movie formats. Most anime people know about how that's worked. Sure. Uh, as well as an official movie. And for those that are real deep in the Afro Samurai that never knew, 
there was a video game on consoles that actually is tied into the TV show lore. Where, so what would you recommend to the I would recommend to the captioner Shamurai Champo. Mm. Or either that one and or uh, Samurai Jack to keep it in the Samurai oh, thing. So either or would work. Uh, they're literally both based in feudal Japan. One's more on time travel, the other's more on uh, two ninjas and a female princess in hip hop in the random wacky adventures. Hell yeah. One of the greatest anime series to only get one season but at the same time. That's the way it was supposed to be, so I'm not even mad at that. It's so good that it actually got a live action. Silly adaptation by a good YouTube company that actually did good, that did good quality work with it, and uh, was actually promoted by some of the one of the producers on their Twitter. I want to say. Or we might have to do like a top three, top five best one season animes of all time. Oh, I'm great. You know, Akuma could kill up there. Oh no, I, that's what I was saying. I was like, I was going through my rolling dice animes, but but that just. <clears throat> But that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of Yo, Yo Where the Catch is at. Thank you guys for listening and supporting. Remember, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you follow us on YouTube under The Escaping Network. And yes, guys, remember, be one or be nothing. Live life and be Mr. Unknown, y'all. Sayonara. Bye.